Hi guys, welcome to our very ever first episode of Unconventionally Systemic. Um, we're so happy that you guys are tuning in to listen to us, get to meet us, and we're just going to go around now and do some introductions. So first, we're going to go to Megan. Hi, so I'm Megan. So I am, I don't know how to introduce myself. It's quite difficult, actually. So I'm a art psychotherapist by background and a trainee family and systemic therapist. I was born in Trinidad um, and moved to the UK when I was about seven and have been living in London for like the last 10 years. So I feel like that, I feel like that's me, but I know there's so many other parts to me that I haven't spoken about, but I'm going to pass the baton over to Fazana now. Hi guys, I'm Fazana. I'm a trainee systemic psychotherapist and uh and my background's in psychology and adult mental health um I'm really not quite sure how much I haven't really thought about how much I want to share about myself actually but I think a good start would be saying I grew up in London um and my heritage is I'm Bengali and I'll pass it on to my Thank you, Fazana. Um, so hi, everyone. Um, my name is Maryam. I'm a, a systemic family psychotherapist trainee as well. That's how I know all these beautiful ladies here that you can't see, unfortunately, for you. Um, so I'm, I'm of a Ugandan, um, I call myself Ugandan British because I was born in Uganda and um, I came to this country or to the UK when I was 11, 11 years old um, and I've become really acculturated to, to British or kind of this Western culture, which which you can probably hear from my accent, which, you know, we could talk about as well because that's, that's a whole other thing for me as part of my identity. But anyway, so um, what else? Yeah, so yeah, I'm African and I'm a Muslim um, African woman. Yeah, um, that's, I suppose that's all right to start with. Um, yeah, I suppose that's all right to start with. And I'm really conscious that Lola started us off and got us going. Um, so I'll hand back to Lola to just let us know a bit more about who she is. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mariam. And of course, I try to be unconventional. You would expect me to have gone first, but intentionally didn't go first. And I'm so glad that it worked out that <laughs> I was called at last. I was like, please, Megan, don't call me next. I was like, yes, Fasana, don't call me next. And it really worked out. Um, so yes, very, very similar to Mariam, actually. Um, I do identify as Nigerian British. So I was born in Nigeria. And again, very similar. I moved there when I was 12. Um, so I've been here for more than I was obviously in Nigeria because I'm now about to be 28. Um, and I live in Kent. I've actually lived in Kent most of the time I've I've been in the UK. Um, and I think sometimes my accent definitely still comes out, my pronunciations and um, yeah, I think that's something that that's a very big part of my identity as well. I'm trying to kind of hold on um, to my roots and to my heritage. Um, I am a Christian and I consider myself quite spiritual. <clears throat> and what else is quite important about me? And yes, I'm also a trainee um, systemic family psychotherapist. 
um, on, on the course with these amazing girls that literally keep me together. And I'm just really looking forward to the amazingness we're going to create together. I'm just really looking forward to you guys just getting to know us, getting to hear from us. And hopefully um, you just get to learn and also see parts of yourself in parts of us as well that we share um, along this journey. Um, and I, I guess just kind of following on from that, I could see some people were making faces. I know you can't see us, but we can see each other um, when people were sort of kind of introducing themselves. And I don't know if that's because you were thinking, oh, I wish I said that, or actually I didn't think of that. So I'm looking at Susanna, because I know you made a face at one point in my was introducing herself. And I was just wondering, is there anything you'd like to add or reflect on? Thank you, Lola. Um, yeah, I think this is an in see each other. Um, I think one of one of the reasons I made a face when Marion was talking was because I forgot to mention the fact that I'm Muslim and I was like wow that's a big part of me so <laughs> um, yeah and I, so I think that's important to say um, and I think um, one of the kind of richness of our group is actually the differences that we bring um, and I guess, and I guess, part of the the one of the reasons we started this podcast is kind of to talk about those differences, especially in the profession that we're going into, our own experiences as trainees, um, mental health professionals, and I guess what we're kind of working towards. Um, and I think I'd probably pass it on to Megan to maybe want to talk more about it. If that's okay. Does Megan want to talk more about it? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it was really interesting, actually, in terms of what we don't say in our introductions. And I feel like in introducing myself first, I feel like I set the tone a little bit for how people framed how they introduced themselves. So I went with, I'm an art therapist. And actually, that's not necessarily something I always start off in, as as a way of introducing myself. Um, I didn't say how old I am. Um, I didn't talk about like so. I'm I'm agnostic slash atheist. I kind of uh, dabble in in I walk that kind of thin line. Um, but also, I was really really interested when <clears throat> Mariam and Lola when you both talked about being. Um, kind of identifying as half British as, as British as being part of your identity and I really struggle with that sometimes because uh despite the fact that I I have I'm British I'm a British citizen being born in Trinidad and spending a bit of time growing up there I don't I often choose when I identify with being British and when I prefer to identify with being a you know Trini woman and for me I often prefer to identify as being from Trinidad than I do from than being British um and I just I thought it was really really interesting in in I suppose just for myself and how I how I navigate those I don't know for, for Zana I don't know if you've had similar kind of experiences in terms of your roots or um yeah I don't know Marim I can see you you wanting to yeah, I suppose there's so many things I want to say. Doing this podcast is so exciting. I'm like, ah. but anyway, I'll just contain that. You guys have, don't know, like, we have so much in store for you. But anyway, so based on what kind of Megan was saying that, um, 
I, when I've gone back to Uganda like several times, my identity as a diaspora, like as a Ugandan away from Uganda has been heavily reinforced. Um, and that's probably why for me, I spoke about my accent because my accent, so as soon as someone hears my accent, they can't identify what, where my roots are. They can't identify. So automatically they'll say kind of, I sound like I'm kind of a South, South Londoner, Southeast Londoner, they they might not be able to. Um, they might say, "Oh, I'm I'm Black British," but even that within itself has a lot of connotations in it. So even my partner, he he doesn't identify himself as Black. He identifies himself as a Moor. And there's this whole other category around Blackness and kind of um, complexion, kind of um, skin, and 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 the authenticityness of of kind of the origins of blackness and what that means so um there's almost like a whole other generation that's unta untapped into that he goes really kind of quite deeply into in terms of his own identity that is that's influencing me but there's something about me having not necessarily the shock of my life when I speak my own language my own mother tongue I don't sound Ugandan I sound I sound almost like a watered down version now and people back home make fun of my accent in my own language so for me I've had to almost accept my Britishness because it's something I cannot get away from and when I came to this country something my parents told me was that you know what no more speaking Luganda in the home you have to speak English, we need you to get good grades, we need you to speak properly in the classes, we need you to be confident, put your hand up, no more being shy, you're not going to get hit, or, you know, if your handwriting is not great, you're not going to, you know what I mean, so they, they almost tried to kind of mould me into what is acceptable in this society, and 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 from there, for me, it was almost like, you have to be British, this is where you, like, it was almost like you have to be that and when I've taken myself back home because I've really yearned for my roots and where I'm from there was almost not necessarily an acceptance or rejection but there was almost like it's not the fit is not the same so I've had to become British whether I liked it or not because it's a part of me but I really understand what you're saying in that in some circles in the marketplace when I go back home I don't want them to hear how British I sound I want them to just see how you get to that look and you know when we're negotiating prices for something I don't want them to think I've got those you know pounds and stuff like that but anyway so then I need to water down my Britishness which is really interesting so um but anyway I, I don't know what you guys have to say so I'll I'll stop talking now No, thank you, ma'am. I can actually really relate to that. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, what well, I try to kind of assimilate back in the, into my Nigerian culture when I go back home, but they can still tell that my accent is different. And now they only say that I put on a Nigerian accent, and I'm like, no, no, no. I was born here. <laughs> I spent a significant part of my life here, so I completely understand um and where you're coming from. Actually, when you were speaking it reminded me of my brother like obviously we when we moved here he was 17 and I was 12 and he's got more of a neutral accent it sounds really weird like it doesn't sound Nigerian or British and then part of me is always like I wish I did something like that but again I was here when I was younger I'm female I don't know if they're different pressures maybe and pressures maybe for you know 
males and females when it comes to this divorce my brother is just really different from me I guess um but actually just kind of thinking about some of the aims um of, of the podcast and something that Susanna said is that's really key that we, we are hoping to bring you know a lot of differences into this space um but also just I guess for people that um also might be considering therapy and not sure what form of therapy to go for I guess us being systemically trained in family you know therapy trainees hopefully we can give you a flavor of what that would look like and hopefully that might aid in some of your thinking or decision making when it comes to that especially for people that look similar to us or have similarity to us that might struggle with knowing what form of therapy to go for um, but also I think for other trainees as well, people that are considering training as psychotherapists and not sure and not sure what field or what type of psychotherapy that they want to go for. Again, hopefully or sharing our experiences, our learnings, our journey can also hopefully give um give a flavor to that. But also importantly, I'm hoping and we're all hoping um that we also bring a different, something unconventional to the systemic space. Um and I suppose we know, but if we're wrong clearly we need to do more research but as far as we know there's nothing really like this in terms of you know systemic podcast that really looks at difference and that has such a massive diversity in in that um in in this field yet or in this space in this sort of podcast space um so we're hoping that we can really be a voice for that and encourage other people um that might be having similar thoughts or just wanting to just jump out of the ordinary and do something different um definitely oh I like that your hand is turned girl how do I do that so we're on zoom by the way in case you're wondering <laughs> um Megan's just put her hand up and it's a tone the skin tone and I'm like girl um anyway so you might get a little bit of this and that just you, you get a vibe of what we're like we love to laugh together I think and that's something that's so important for me especially like honestly I look forward to this space so much and I never want it to end. I have attachment issues, guys. We'll talk about attachment, I'm sure, <laughs> in a future episode. But I'm like, oh, do we have to leave? Do we have to end it? Uh, but yeah, I'm just going to go over to Megan and yeah, she can just share some of her thoughts with us. It was literally Lola and I didn't mean to distract you by putting up. So for the listeners at home, I have a little brown hand <laughs> as my hand raising icon on Zoom because you can change the tone the skin tone on zoom um which for the reactions which is pretty amazing but i just wanted to uh, kind of snowball off what uh, lola was saying in terms of what the space is for and it is it's you will just hear us in conversation and hopefully we'll have other people coming in in conversation but it is going to be about our experiences of being on the course um training as family and systemic therapists but also our journey as people um trying to navigate a world that is you know very very complex um and we hope that you enjoy it and we hope that you get something out of it and we want to try and make sure that we're bringing in uh topics that maybe people don't often talk about or think about in therapy spaces um but yeah so that's that's kind of what I I wanted to say and I've also just seen that Lola's found out how you changed skin tone so she's she's all over it with the reactions now I don't know if it's good to um maybe mention that we are recording via zoom because I think we spoke a lot about us meeting but I think I'm wondering if maybe the listeners are confused <laughs> um but I think something that um 
kind of something that makes us, I think something that makes us unconventionally systemic um, is partly the way we identify ourselves, um, is that kind of we, we intentionally, you know, our podcasts or just us as people are intentionally um, rejecting some of the oppressiveness of identities that come with people who are non-white. Um, for example, um, kind of sometimes there's a lot of negative connotations with um, kind of people who are um, non-white um, of origin. We like to identify ourselves as a global majority, which is intentionally meaning that we are not a minority. We have um, we come from different um, ethnic backgrounds, different nationalities. We have different social graces that we affirm to, but we are not a minority. So globally, we we see ourselves as a majority because if you look around the world and you see what are some of the um, the identities of those people around the world globally, they are the majority. So we are saying that we are global majority and that's partly how we identify ourselves. And that's something that makes us really different to other podcasts you're gonna hear about, um, other systemic podcasts you're gonna hear about. And, you know, and one of the key things that we're gonna be, you know, diving more into is what are some of those nuances, you know, some of the, some of the things, for example, for me, a topic that I really want us to talk about is things around, you know, these taboo subjects um, that we're really going to go in and, and talk about them in the rawness of them. Um, and we're not here to offend anyone. These are just our views. These are kind of our own experiences. These are, you know, we're happy to learn. We want to have an interactive dialogue with people and things like that. But some of these are views and some of the taboo subjects are things, for example, for me, that people get really mistaken around things to do with like sexuality, spirituality and LGBT communities, um, a religion um, and, and kind of how that mixed together or doesn't mix together. And some of the um, and some of untalked about things as well, even the idea of therapy in our own communities is a taboo subject, guys why is that but yeah I just, I just wanted to say that but you know these are some of the topics that we're going to be kind of going deep into in the podcast to come I think you're completely right there Mariam and also I suppose that let, makes me think a little bit about the audience may not realize why it is that we came together to do this in the first place because part of the reason we all um kind of put our heads together and thought about needing a space to reflect on our experiences and to think about how it interacts with um, our learning and the way we navigate through like the world of therapy and uh, the world of mental health um, is partly because of our experiences of being people of the global majority in a society that frames us as minorities and um, and marginalizes voices um, and I think part of part of one of the reasons that we wanted to get together is based on experiences that we've had, we've all shared within um, within the training, um, and how that's maybe triggered thinking about experiences that we have outside of the training from when we're growing up, or you know more recent experiences, and thinking about the people that we work with, not just the clients that we work with, but also our colleagues, um, our family, and our friends, and how all of these things kind of impact. Um, all of the kind of oppressive systems and um, 
yeah I'm trying to come in, not come in too hot and heavy but yeah all of the the kind of um that maybe uh I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it in here guys that white supremacy kind of framework of of understanding the world um how that impacts us I went hot and heavy I'm sorry guys Um, as you were talking, Megan, I, I was really thinking about um, actually the profession that we're in. And I, and I was really thinking about, I think, systemic psychotherapy, like other modalities, they do emphasize a lot on the use of self. And I was really thinking about, um, I guess, when we think about the journey of any therapy modality, it, it originated, I guess, mainly from very westernized ideas and systemically speaking westernized families westernized beliefs westernized culture so i think it's it's i know you went really heavy in there but um i think i think it's relevant to to why we're here and why why we want to talk about differences because thinking about where this profession's going i think it's important that we do have these discussions and we are able to talk about those differences. And what does the kind of use of self look like for us, for the global majority, um, given that a lot of the research has been based on westernized ideas, a westernized individual's use of self. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna stop there. I don't wanna go too, too much into it. No, thanks, Megan, and thanks, Susanna. Actually, yeah, thanks all of you, actually. It's been really, it's been really, like, insightful, and I think it was really needed. Um, and I think, yeah, I hope that gives you guys a flavour of what we're like, but there was something that came from when we were speaking, and I was like, I know we might use certain terminologies um, that you might not know about, so I wanted to just explain quickly, um, I guess, what we mean when we say systemic. I don't know if I'm going to do it justice. <laughs> I'm going to be proof whether I'm actually learning anything, I guess. <laughs> Um, if I'm able to explain it properly but actually I might also use good old Google as well as part of my explanation just to make sure that I'm giving you guys good quality stuff that you deserve um, but I guess from my perspective actually um, <clears throat> what systemic therapy or systemic um, psychotherapy um, just systemic in itself what that means is that I guess it looks at how um, different it looks like a system and I'm sure most of you know what a system is it looks you know that could be a family system or um, an education system so I guess it looks at um, how different systems um, sort of come together work and just kind of come into play in in who we are and as people and how that affects our relationship to people as well um, um, and I think I've just found something so I guess um um, systemic therapy um, is explained according to BACP um, as, give me a second, um, so yeah it's looking at um, how families, oh this is some, it's a really big word but I'm going to just use this other part, there's quite a few definitions, I'm going to explain it as um, how families or how a family therapist might give people a safe space to explore the system that they're in, whether that's personal or whether that's professional. So what that basically means is that it looks at how our relationships with the systems that we're in, whether that's our families, our friends, our colleagues, um, you know, if it's we're in education, whatever system that we find ourselves in, how that affects who we are and some of 
sometimes the difficulties that we face and how we can also use those systems to start to unpick some of those difficulties and, and kind of think about healing and wholeness. Um, and I don't know if anyone else has anything to add to that, if I've missed anything out that you think is really important. So I guess um, the main thing is that it's very, very, very different um, from individual therapy because individual therapy just looks at the person, whereas with systemic, it's at, we, well, I like to think it's quite broad and it brings in very important parts of you into the room as well. And just to also say, in a systemic therapy, it can be done with individuals, but it would still look different to individual therapy because in, in you know in systemic therapy of individuals, it brings other systems into the room even if they're not physically present. And another thing I just wanted to explain is the reason why we we introduced ourselves the way that we did where we talked about our culture our, our ethnicity our age um our i guess the jobs that we do or our backgrounds or whatever that is is because we really go by something called the social graces which is something by someone called burnham um he's one of the major thinkers in systemic thinking so if you're really interested in that you can look him up and basically social graces so graces stands for different things and I'm not going to describe all of them, but there's, you know, there's gender, there's geography, there's race, um, there's age, there's ability, um, there's class, there's culture, there's education, um, there's sexuality, there's religion as well. So, yeah, so um, again, you can look that up and just just to get a flavor of what we do. Um, it's been really, really lovely just, I guess, um, just introducing ourselves, giving you guys a flavor of what we're about, and um, we'll be really, really good, guys. To just hear your thoughts on what you think. What do you think about what we've shared? Do you have any questions you want us to answer? Please do let us know, and we'll be more than happy um, to try to just yeah answer some of those questions for you. And we look forward to seeing you all in the next episode. Um, yeah, take care, guys. Oh, 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 oh,